Sarah, one of the Verbin Day missionaries based out here in San Francisco. And I wanted to bring back today that podcast that I had begun a few months ago, Discovering Another Face of God. And I think what better time is there to bring back that podcast again, precisely in this time of the resurrection, when the disciples discovered, experienced this new face of God, the resurrected one. And so I invite us to continue this journey of allowing the mystery, the newness of the resurrection to, to, to embrace us, to allow ourselves to be surprised by the newness of the resurrection. So in today's podcast, I wanted to share with you some reflections on two gospel readings that we've heard in these last few days. So the first one is from uh, our Sunday gospel, which was John 20, verses 19. And it's the story of Jesus appearing again in that room where the disciples were, closed in because of fear. And Jesus stands among them and says, Peace be with you. And he breathes the Spirit. It's that beautiful reading where Thomas comes and Jesus says to him, Come and place your hand in my wounds. And the other reading is John 3. So it's very early on in the Gospel of John. And it's the story that we've been hearing over these last couple of days in the in the mass of the story of Nicodemus. Nicodemus who comes to Jesus at night. And in both of these stories, the disciples, in particular Thomas and Nicodemus, they discover a new face of God. So we hear in John 20 that it's the evening of that same day, it's the first day of the week, and the doors were closed in the room where the disciples were. It's not just one door, it says doors. And I, you know, I love that image because, you know, we can imagine, we can envision what was this room like? You know, most, I think, probably of our homes in our, our, our rooms in our houses, they probably just have one door for the most part, I, I do know of some rooms that have more than one door, but this door had, this room had multiple doors. And we need to remember that the disciples of Thomas, they have already experienced the resurrected Jesus. And yet they were still afraid. They still closed those doors. And so I invite us to imagine that room. And Jesus comes and stands among them. And normally, well, normally, I think at least for me, I've always experienced this this image of Jesus being able to pass through those doors of fear. And I think that has been a very beautiful reflection that nothing can stop Jesus um, coming to us. I think that's a very real interpretation, a very real experience of this reading. But 
when I has when I was praying this reading in these days, it was also coming to me the the reading of Revelation three twenty one. I believe it is. I haven't double checked that, but Revelation three twenty one, where it says, "I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears me." and opens the door, I will come in and share a meal. And that kind of became like a, um, you know, an, a layer, another way, a lens through which to experience this reading. I wonder if Jesus was there knocking at the door, respectfully waiting until someone maybe had that courage to open and open to maybe what was a stranger Maybe they didn't recognize Jesus at that moment. I don't know if that image helps, but to really see, to experience Jesus who stands and who knocks at those doors of fear within us and calls us to have that courage to open. And there Jesus stands and he stands among us. And I also love that image because it's not a Jesus who stands above us, looking down, or stands far away from us. Jesus stands among us and says, peace be with you. I think with everything that we have lived in this year, of all that's going on, right now, even today, that we can just hold that image of Jesus standing among us among us in our fear, among us in our pain, among us in our not knowing, among us in all that we've lost, and says, peace be with you. And it's only the word of God that is able to touch, to reach into that deepest part of ourselves, that lifts up, that heals, that gives life, that brings into wholeness. These disciples were still filled with fear. And I think, for me at least, as I was praying with this reading, being able to, to, to go within and to see and to touch and to realize those doors, those places that I still, that, that I still hold fear. And I think for the most part during the day, we're busy. We don't realize kind of what sits under the surface. And yet God sees, Jesus sees that which is maybe hidden deep, deep within. Maybe for some of us, I don't know, it's that fear of, of what am I gonna do about a job? Maybe it's the fear of, hey, I've got this really pressing exam coming up. Maybe it's the fear of, how am I going to provide for my family? Maybe it's the fear of, of missing out, missing that opportunity. Maybe it's a fear of failure, of letting somebody down. Maybe it's the fear of, of meaninglessness, of not succeeding in life. Whatever is that fear, whatever it is, is that maybe that fear Maybe just allow the Spirit to, to give us that grace to name those fears. And Jesus comes into that space. Maybe knocks at that door and gives us that courage to open the door. 
or passes through those doors of fear and stands among us and says, peace be with you. And Thomas is there. And this is the part that I really wanted to, to, yeah, that really touched me of this discovering this new face of God. Jesus invites Thomas to come and touch his wounds. Yes, it's a new face. It's a new experience of God, the resurrected God. But I think it's also a new face and a new experience of God because the resurrected Jesus is wounded, carries those wounds. That Was I expecting that? Were we expecting that? Have we experienced that? It's a God, it's our God, who comes and says, peace be with you, shows us his hands and his side, his wounds. It's a, our God who shows us his vulnerability. To show someone your scar, your wound, is to let the other person into your story, your history, your life. And that can be a very vulnerable um, experience. I can find myself asking Jesus, like, but okay, how does that fear go away? How do I get rid of that fear? Because it, sometimes it just seems to, to be there. And I think this is the answer, this is the experience, is that in that inner core, in, that, in, in my inner being, I have an experience of a God who is vulnerable, who invites me to come and to touch God's vulnerability, his, Jesus's vulnerability. Jesus who to the rest of the world, that dying on the cross was this complete failure. Why didn't he save himself? Those wounds hold that story. And when I can, I can live and I can experience someone who shares their vulnerability with me, I can also open up in vulnerability. I also have this, this wellspring, this source of, of courage to open those doors. That courage to, to go and to meet others in their stories and their vulnerability. We also have the story of Nicodemus. This is a story that we've heard these last two days uh, in, in the Mass. And it's the story of Nicodemus going to Jesus by night. Nicodemus, I believe, was also filled with fear. He didn't. He went to Jesus at night time because he was afraid of what was going to happen to him if people knew, if especially the religious leaders knew uh, that he was having contact with Jesus, that he was seeking his teaching. Nicodemus was afraid. And yet Jesus meets him there in his fear. He doesn't push him aside. He doesn't ridicule him for his fear. He doesn't chastise him. He meets him and he has a conversation and they grow in relationship there. And in that, in that allowing Jesus to, to come to Nicodemus in his fear, in, in, in Nicodemus, yeah, he knew that he was afraid, but he still sought, Jesus, okay? 
he experiences, or he's led, he's brought into, he's he's um, shown a glimpse of this new face of God. One that Nicodemus just couldn't get his head around. He didn't understand it. Jesus says to Nicodemus, I tell you most I tell you most solemn, solemnly, unless someone is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus is like, how can a grown man be born? Can he go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Nicodemus didn't get it. He couldn't he couldn't understand that that new experience that Jesus was trying to to lead him into. And Jesus says again, I tell you most solemnly, unless a man is born through water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of the flesh is flesh, what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised when I say you must be born from above. So Jesus is trying to lead Nicodemus into a new a new vision, a new experience of God. And throughout this reading, we have this image of birth. Our God, who gives birth to us, the Spirit who gives birth to us, what is born of the flesh is flesh, what is born of the Spirit is spirit. And I think, you know, as we've talked about in these um, in these episodes before, that image of God as mother, a God who gives birth. Here we have this, this, these um, seeds, these glimpses of that face of God. The resurrection, this time of the resurrection, is this time of newness. How is God surprising us? How is God maybe meeting us in our fear? and leading us on a path of discovering a new face and perhaps being a new face for others. That we can be that face of compassion, of tenderness, of kindness. That we can meet people in their own fear as well. That we can uh, open up perhaps our vulnerability so that others can touch their own vulnerability. So I just invite us in this in this day that we can maybe go into that inner room, into that inner space and find Jesus there. That Jesus, our God, who shows us his wounds and yet says, peace be with you. Come close, come and touch my hands, come and touch my side. Come and discover this new face of God. <laughs>